So, welcome. I will call this Building Freedom Teams. It's obvious by now that anyone who wants to remain free and sane or even alive, especially in the West, but honestly most of the globe, most of the world, um, totally have no other choice than fighting back in very smart ways, organizing, finding alternatives, connecting with others. Uh, this is done on a, on a local level. There's a lot of focus on doing this on the local level. Um, I am not in a situation where I could do that reliably on a local level. I have a good solution staying here in Asia uh, but I might have to suddenly change that uh, move between countries go on the move for a while fortunately I have been into web development and Linux related technologies and IT since forever uh, I worked around marketing indirectly mix between uh, visual media and technology, underlying technology, even back to late 80s, uh, early 90s. But this is about the, the, the human side, the organization, how to build teams, basically. Uh, I've been on, I think I did a, a recount a couple of years ago when I was gearing up for a work permit somewhere. Um, I think I, by then I had been a member of 12 boards or something. I started seven or eight companies. Uh, I had started teams that sometimes turned into companies, sometimes didn't, uh, several times. Um, I have two periods where I've done this. Like in the early 90s, I was extremely active in associations and volunteer work um, to such a degree that I got uh, got really burnt by the whole experience. Uh, there was the ordinary group psychology and the wannabes and the, the sleazy people trying to take control and um, even as being in in my early twenties, I learned how a bit about how to outmaneuver these. Like I remember, especially one guy was like working <laughs> in the municipality from some administrative uh, position and like wanting to completely take over the film society. And then later, a couple of years later, there was this. I was doing the media and and uh, print. Uh, Layout and print and managing everything around that and making some really interesting projects on uh, on this in this student organization and uh, well it turned out one of the leaders <laughs> embezzled most of the funds and even got away with it I think he got a very low sentence or whatever so I quit all of that I purposefully stayed away from it until. Uh, around 2005, 6, 7, 8, and then I was into building teams in um, small businesses. Uh, I ran a shared studio space, uh, photographers and related some programmers, 
for six years. Um, I set up several small agencies. I set up one that we turned into a impossible contender in the open source space, which uh, landed me a very good trademark from the neighboring country. I pushed it very hard. Uh, that project kind of cracked above my head. Even the founder, the original founder, got squeezed out before I got squeezed out. It turned out to be this impossible fusion between several companies around Europe. And uh, years later, they had, did, still hadn't uh, formalized that fusion. And um, that was my years when I was trying to get into the corporate world as a to deliver services to the corporate world. And it, it gives you a rush. And one of the first customers we build was Accenture. It's like I was running around in the city and like what, looking every trademark on, on, on the malls and any kind of big trademark, I wanted it because um, the mother company had IKEA and other large customers. I had a couple of those and later I kept getting access to some of these corporate names and um, the problem, however, was cat herding. Cat herding is, well, it's the art of <laughs> managing partners, the art of managing teams the art of uh, exhausting yourself, <laughs> uh, understanding everyone else's psychology and uh, coming up with a solution that everyone can live with and then getting that implemented. Uh, all of which could have been well. If you go back to the early 90s, it was the psychology of it was a problem. But it was great fun. You could meet people, you could get something going. Like uh, one of the best projects ever was restarting a, a photo lab and a, a, a society doing like um, photography in uh, a student setting. And I met another guy with the same energy. He even maybe has a, had a more, more of that energy that I've got and he was maybe more structured and we ended up taking over not in any legal way or not manipulating anyone like the whole student association and we um, in those days we, you got access to the account by a letter i we could use our accounts with just signing our signature at the post office and and there was like absolutely no red tape whatsoever no reporting it was an association it was free to go so it was a, it was a great time um, if I had, if that time, if that easygoing way of doing the formal stuff like bank accounts and reporting and uh, the, the system side of it um, uh, would still be what we live in today and I would have had the experience, I would certainly just be running a business on a local level or I'd probably be selling a schooner between Asia and Africa for, for Bitcoin or something, which is a project that is viable and is a project which someone, someone should get on with right now because that will be a huge opportunity. Anyway, uh, like the, the, the high-level conclusion of 
my years of trying to build businesses and running after the corporate space, well, after running after these huge corporate customers and uh, experiencing that the, the infight between partners and the, not necessarily betrayal, but, but this kind of, people get squeezed. Someone will get squeezed when you build a, a company that is a small company into a medium-sized company and when you merge teams across um, borders and when you start a branch on a on a super low budget like we did um, someone will get squeezed I didn't get really squeezed or burnt but it put me off that that whole I'm gonna be a big businessman uh, game um, the next period was more about building something small but resilient and in um, spaces that uh, in markets and in technology and with people that I would like to to be with and work with and it uh, it had some success especially when you measure it in freedom we we did have a fun time there was one agency doing stills photography and video for productions towards the end and um Unfortunately, my partner was going back on drugs and it, it turned into something insane. The other was a uh, coder co-op, a web developer co-op, uh, which ran like a clockwork uh, administratively. Um, very different type of people, um, some large customers, but no will to, no will to, to use those large customers as a, as a as a breaking point for for getting into to that game, I tried again. Um, then the past couple of years before the whole scandemic hit, uh, in retrospect, I see that my, my motivation was failing a bit because it all turned into red tape and, and administration in terms of like personality management and lots of of communication with authorities and. Uh, for, for for one of them, we got we got this uh, this funding from the state for hiring people who are defect and not able to work. I was included in that because I've had an autoimmune disease for thirty years. So uh, I was doing the right thing, and we were doing the right thing, and we were we were actually in the game and surviving. And I've got nothing bad to say about my partners. Um, the only problem is that all of these people, both of these companies, and the one I started here in Asia right before the scandemic, um, were sort of like within the same realm of being completely controlled and manipulated for, for decades. The same mindset, the, the fiat world, like everyone who's into Bitcoin or, or, or serious uh, freedom cryptos like Monero start recognizing this like everyone who comes from outside of the the um, this fellowship where people are actually breaking free they do not have the same mindset they do not have the same commitment they do not understand the seriousness of it they do not understand the also the op the opportunities and possibilities um, that come when you actually break free and it's taken me a long time to digest this and um, 
I have been in the process of starting the next venture in a more like a clandestine uh, undercover way, uh, creating lots of, of social media accounts and, and building up to this launch moment where you you um, you release all of these voices about your content in, in, in the social media space and you try to hype it and you try to get ambassadors that will talk about you and you um, you make this funnel that leads people into you and then and then you go hunting for, for customers uh, because now you are someone. It has been a lot of work. It's uh, work that can be recycled later. I, I don't regret it. Uh, it has shown me how insanely controlled and manipulated everything that is within social media, everything that is under regulation of anything, if it is government or if it's big tech or, or like this cooperation between the two that is taking over the planet, it's a goner. You can't build anything in there. You can't find the right people. You can't ever hope to, to even get something started unless it's a, a very specialized, okay, we are three consultants, we work on this particular thing and we can build everything through an LLC and we do it like this and this. But even then, you can't go out and, and, and actually recruit people. You can't talk about what you what your philosophy, what you really, really think. And it's all captured. It's all 100% captured. So how do you build freedom teams? And that is where this experience of, of going on to Noster uh, recently uh, has come. Because I'm quite used to assessing people. I'm very used to keeping many people in mind and like, oh, I can I can collaborate with this person and if I get this person on board, I'll, I'll ask these three others and oh, the, suddenly there's going to be some interest and when we get that going, I've got all of these old customers and old contacts and I'll do a campaign towards them and then we'll get our first case and when we get our first case, we propagate that towards all of the contacts we've built and, and then we're someone. Normally that that process took like three to six months, um, not to not to the point of, of actually making a living, but the, the, the process of I'm all alone, um, I want to work with people, I want to be a we, I want to have a company or, or even a team that is an informal business uh, because I know that then I'm much more powerful, then I can reach out to people, then people will take me seriously, then I'm not a freelancer that can, can fall into any kind of hole of... of yeah, it, it's very hard to, to, to work completely alone. For those who can do it, it's different. Um, and especially now, it's necessary to organize. It's necessary to not be alone because of the conditions we live under. And Noster changed all of it. Substack also was a very positive thing. Um, but Substack is, is, after all, part of the capture system. You have to give your email, there is no alternative login, an account can be suspended, and, well, if you, if you, if you attach your Stripe account, there will be real financial data of who you are, and, and um, like, like Twitter, it's a, it's a, window of opportunity. You, you can build and reach out to people on Substack. You can do the same with Twitter now for a while, and, and but you have to 
pull people into your circle. You have to build that circle. You have to build that team. You have to... Now is the time to do it. Um, if the powers that shouldn't be win, then you really, really have to have these people. Even if you're running a business locally, you need online contacts and vice versa. Uh, if they don't win, if freedom wins, well, what is better than being in early on the new way of organizing, the new way of running uh, businesses in there uh, or teams or corporations in, in a free world? There's nothing wrong in getting in early. Why not? When, if in five years' time, like 90% of, of, on the planet totally accept if you just build them directly in, in crypto or Bitcoin or if there are opportunities, uh, trading goods, like I, I mentioned earlier, or if everyone is okay with it, if the culture swing globally goes back to where it should be at, like government is for the minimal minimum purposes that you need, like some kind of legal regulations on, on a top level criminal cases, basically, and uh, and, every, and then no one really uh, goes along with it, well, then you've been in all early. You've, you haven't lost time. You've been building the right thing from the beginning. So right now I'm doing this process uh, on Noster. Uh, doing this uh, on Substack is in case someone would be interested. Um, this team will be Freedom Tech, online Freedom Tech. It will be uh, probably be around uh, all types of uh, uncensorable channels, uh, uncensorable websites, server base of serving content and uh, unstoppable, uncensorable uh, social media. Um, if this this uh, going straight in the face of the resistance uh, stance, will if that will be a main the main uh, thing we put out there, uh, I'm not sure, but it's going to be there, integrated, and it's going to be there completely. And it's I've. Personally, I will never go along at ever. I've always fought very hard to, to have my freedom. And one of the reasons for running these companies is that uh, my my goal was to have uh, two or three, four companies running, nothing in my name, bridging uh, two, two ends of the continent, being resilient. Uh, I did not factor in the whole meat, whole of meat, all of meat space closing down all over the planet. For, for, for a couple of years. I did not factor that in. Um, so when it comes to the, the, the psychology of uh, starting teams it, itself, it's, it's fairly simple. You do not have to be anyone who knows anything. You can start when you're very young. Uh, you do have to be who you say you are. You have to be. You have real integrity. Um, you have to be seen as the one who is doing stuff. Oh, oh, he's 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 gonna do something, and then you have to show that you actually do it. Uh, it doesn't have to be very successful, as long as you describe uh, your goal uh, from the beginning. Uh, when I find new partners, I always go through. This is something I started like 15 years ago. Also, I always start 
fleshing out some scenarios. I, I tell them like any kind of business, any kind of venture, it's got the, it's got potential. It can make it big. But that's most people who think, oh, we're gonna make tons of money. We're gonna be the most successful on the on the planet. We're gonna build an app that everyone uses. Well, ninety nine point ninety nine percent of them fail. And it it can end with disaster, like uh, physical fighting or ending up in jail or whatever. That's like the, the worst scenario. That one, if you, if you work in a sane way with with people and and you go through these things, that is also quite unlikely. So the most likely is somewhere in the middle. And then you try to find the low hanging fruits, like how can we start money making money very early on? That doesn't even have to be. You can sell one thing, you can have a vision, you can uh, be someone who's really going to do something big as long as it's got a real chance and you actually do it. And on the backside, you can do something completely else to get the money in, to get the cash flow going. But it has to be agreed on, it has to be congruent, it has to be um, something that motivates everyone and... Uh, it has to have some uh, real life uh, ch chance of making it in real life, um, and of course, there's a, there's a lot of business planning is always an ongoing thing. Uh, you might have to do pivots, like we did a pivot from still photography to video, and it was my partner who did it one day. Uh, our collaboration on things were so good that when he's like. Oh, we're up. I think he told me like I've pivoted to video today like after a few days like three days ago I pivoted to video and I mentioned yeah I saw that and I, I agree that's a good thing I think that is the only discussion we ever had around it because there were so many other things to take care of and I agreed and no problem it was the right pivot it was a pivot that dragged us, us further into being dependent on, on large customers. Uh, when, you, when you build large customers, large bills, and it's a complicated project, you get your timelines, get disturbed. And, but that's a, that's a different discussion because um, to stay in the market and, and to stay alive at that point, it was a right pivot. Um, and if you want to run a team with one, one, more than one person, two people can, two persons together can, can get a lot done. But, but if you want to build a team, it's, um, you always have lots of candidates in your, in your mind. You, and when you, and then, then when you get that first interest, yeah, I, I want to do it. That's when you turn around to all of the others and like, like okay, we are, we are getting something going here. Are you interested? And then when you got three or four people, if you are the kingpin, you if you are the the linchpin, or whatever you call it, if you are the person who's gonna be the doer in in getting this going and starting it, that's when you start uh, making a broadly defined uh, business plan or proposal, and you you send that around to everyone, and you build a structure. There's a lot to be said about how to build structures that works for co-op, like the one. One of the two companies I, I ran before the pandemic was a formal co-op. It, it adhered to all of those legal rules, and it, it's a very interesting game. There's a lot to learn from it. Um, a co-op is, by definition, uh, cat herding. Uh, 
it's a pre-capitalism, it, it's pre-capitalistic um, setup where the entity itself has no value. The entity itself cannot uh, be up for sale. So it's a very good way of organizing loose teams, federations of people. Uh, and I think it's a form that is uh, elegant and perfect for, for building these networks that we need to build now and for the years to come. What is the summary here? Um, the summary is that if you want to be someone who builds a network, it's both easier and more complex than you can ever think. It's the, the easy part is once you realize that if you are the doer, if you are the one who communicates, if you are the one who connects people, and you do that in a in a calm, honest way that is that brokers between the different people, and uh, the hard part can be to not forget about taking your share of of uh, what is built. Um, and then uh, you can you can basically do this anywhere. At any time, um, it does require a lot of energy. It does require real dedication. It does require that you, you reach that point where you say, "Like, I think we should do that." And once you are a we, you'll be the one who pushes the we. We will do this. Remember, we agreed to do this. We, as a company, do this. And you go to a lot of business events, or in this case, from now on, it's probably going to be freedom events. And you're like, "We do this," and you have to do it through some years. Even if you start getting, like with the co-op, we had existing customers that we took into the system and, and that made it much easier. Uh, but even so, it takes years to, to, to get a good team to gel. It, it takes uh, years to, to make your mark on the um, networks that you visit. And um, when people see that you've been doing it for a couple of years, they really start trusting you. and. Um, and you can grow it if you want. You can scale it in terms of um, economic results. Uh, I'm only interested in making a living that is so resilient that, that nothing can take it away from me, which is why I'm going to do this on Bitcoin only. Uh, others might choose, choose other ways, but... You are far more resilient if you have a team of people around you. You are so much more in, in resilient if you if you have this online uh, across countries and and uh, areas. You you really have to meet at least once a year to get that uh, real dis real discussion and real contact going. Um, but other than that, you can be super resilient. You can you can move around. You can. Uh, get some very favorable tax situations and uh, there is nothing wrong with uh, setting up a um, a team like this as an informal business from the start. You might even choose to keep it as an informal business that has its own risk management and um, pitfalls, of course, but you, there's nothing wrong in uh, one of the teams I was part of right after the the, the whole brand name uh, Debuckle, uh, was one of the original founders. He was also squeezed out and we did a half year, year, year long 
uh, stint as a, as a distributed team and we didn't form any company, we just built separately and shared shared gains uh, via our private accounts and uh, well our private companies. Um, it's doable. Uh, normally I always used to say that something happens when you actually form a unit. Uh, something happens on a psychological level when you file those papers or you buy a unit or you take over uh, a board uh, that sets the tone and sets the direction. Uh, that's also another discussion. Uh, but the psychology of, is, of it has to be there. You have to have this starting point. You have to have this, we are now the people who do this. Uh, you have to have this squad of warriors uh, mentality, uh, especially from now on, you have to have this. Uh, we are now the band of pirates who are going to do this, and you might have to have a captain. If it's a if it's a pirate ship, you might to have. You need to have clear internal rules. All of this is doable. All of this is doable for so many more people than most would ever believe, and you can start completely from scratch. And um, if you ever start it, even if it crashes, you'll never regret it. If you if you do it with a real honest chance of a real honest attempt to to really make it, if you're very open about what's happening internally and externally, and you see all of it as a learning experience, and, and worst case, you might have to do it again. If you're young, that's the right uh, approach. Um, certainly worth it. And it's necessary. It is totally necessary to build these distributed teams dedicated to freedom. So thanks, and there will be more about this.